welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerd, Mike Yozimovich. Take two, what's up? And today's podcast is brought to you by realitysportsonline.com. It's a powerful fantasy platform that lets you manage your fantasy team like a real-life GM. Use the promo code NERDS10 for 10% off the platform fee. And stay tuned for later. we got some details about how you can win $300 playing against us on realitysports.com. Check it out. Um, so check it out. Uh, I saw you want to chime in over there. Yeah, way to chime in here with some some extra word now. Filler, yeah. filler, copycat over there. Um, so today is episode wide receivers three, rookie wide receivers three. We are going to cap off our rookie wide receiver talk for now on these guys, which is going to be tier three of the rookie wide receivers. Now we might mention some. We might might not mention some guys that you like. And we're not even going to mention every guy that's on our ranking board. But after the NFL draft, we'll even come back even more and really cover everybody. But this is going to be the third Which makes player. sense. After the draft, it's more, you know where everyone's at. Better yeah. better okay. idea. And there's guys on our rankings that might not get drafted. And, you know, right. turtle alert. You know, we're Absolutely. Not, we're not here to draft these guys. And, you know, there's some guys in here that I like. And there's definitely some potential here with these guys. But it's definitely, for me, it's tier three. Yeah, I, I'll I'll agree with that. Um, there are some guys that I know just pulling up the list that we're going to talk about today. And like how I always think about it is you just got to know going into the later rounds of the draft of your rookie draft, you know, like rounds, you know, after round three. So like four or five, six, however many rounds you do. So mm-hmm. starting round four, I mean, odds are you're probably not going to find there's not too many viable fantasy players, but there are, there are the guys out there. You there's have a, to find there's them. There's one a year in every round. Right. It's like, Hey, you got to find from? them. And so like I've said, I feel like a million times, but just, just because we're talking about those players, we're just trying to help you find that one guy. And I, I think there's some guys out there that like, um, for those four, fifth, sixth round, if I need a wide receiver, I think there's some guys that I would definitely target that we're going to talk to talk about today. Now, will they be good in the NFL? I don't know, but I, I, I would definitely be targeting some of these guys. I think they, some of these guys will actually be drafted in your second round of your rookie draft. Like, I mean, like Philip Dorsett's probably going to go in the second round of your rookie draft. That's way too high. Yeah, we'll see. Actually, me, I'm overdoing it because there's guys we talked about for the last two weeks. You know, this is your first uh, rookie podcast, right? Our receiver podcast, yeah. Right? MIA. Yep. Welcome but I back. know I've seen every snap of Philip Dorsett for myself. I, I know. I know you have. Right. Uh, yeah. So we've covered everybody up until then. I, I was talking last week. You were here about Sammy Coates, like how he was in the second tier, but he has like the highest ceiling out of all those guys. Yeah, and I agree um, with that. I agree with that. And my two favorite guys, I think, on the top end of that are Brashad Perriman. He's still. Him and him and Jalen Strong after that tier, like lead my tier two, okay, like right up there. Those I like Jalen Strong I like a lot. I like Jalen Strong, Perriman, uh, a little bit of question mark for me, but Jalen Strong gave uh, Anquan Bolden comp. Okay, and yeah, fair I mean, enough. What's, that's what's that's... not to like about Anquan Bolden, right? Solid, very solid. Yeah, not going to win you. You know, he can't help you win a championship, but he's not going to be the reason you win a championship. No, but you need players like that. Always need right. Can't, Always need can't win championships like without good wide receiver twos. That's right. So let's see if we can find some wide receiver twos here. Let's. The first guy we're going to talk about is somebody that I was higher on than 
until I started digging into the tape more and study up on more. Doesn't mean I don't like them now, but I'm down on them than I was originally. That's Tyler Lockett out of Kansas State. Stands 5'10", 182 pounds, ran a 4'4", 40. He's, he's, he's a guy with pedigree. You know, his father playing the NFL. He set 17 school records. You know, he, he surprisingly, he beat his dad's records, too. He has a school records in yards, receptions, and touchdowns. Um, he led all Power 5 receivers with 21 receptions on passes thrown more than 15 yards or longer. And he was fourth in the Big 12 for yards after the catch. And he's a guy that kind of did it all, too. He's a returner as well. Uh, probably suited for the slot in the NFL. I mean, he's not a big guy. That's a that's a big thing there, too. So we, so what you're saying, going back real quick, how he broke a lot of the school records, you're saying he went out and was breaking Quincy Morgan's receiving records? Oh, look out. Oh, no. Quincy. No, he beat his dad's records, Oh, actually, okay. Sorry. Which is I surprising. just saw Quincy Morgan went there. It was real good. And yeah. he was a flop. Huge flop. Yeah. Well, who drafted him? Of course, Browns second round. Yeah, All of our second round picks, bust. The, the Browns second round always picks comes from like back to the Browns. Nineteen ninety nine to two thousand. Two ever we drafted. Who was the last good second round guy? Joel Batonio. Yeah, pretty much the last year. They're yeah, last year. Terrible. terrible. Oh, All right, enough number two. Enough Browns. That's I just thought that just yeah. popped in my head real quick. Yeah. So no, it wasn't Quincy Morgan. It was Mister Lockett. Okay. Um. So he's a guy. He's he's a smaller guy again. He's five two, one eighty two. Um, good returner. He had twenty five hundred you know plus yards and six touchdowns, which was like one of the best in college football. He's a really good route runner. Now, and this is what this is. I was big on him because of his route running ability, as it is. And you can succeed in the NFL for a long time without being the fastest guy, the biggest guy, if you can run really good routes. And that's what he does excel at. He runs excellent routes. He has excellent cuts, and he gets separation. Uh, because of that, his size is his biggest concern, though. You know, and lots of tape of him being handled by the cornerbacks. He, when he gets draped by that cornerback, it, he has trouble with it. He has trouble versus p- press coverage. Uh, could be a problem in the NFL, right? And know? some of his pass catching ability seems to be that seems to be in question, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he played the slot and he played outside at at Kansas State, but he's probably going to play the slot in the NFL and. He's a guy that, for me, it's 50-50 on his talent-wise. Like, it's just, his ceiling to me isn't that high, I guess is the way to put it. It's, and then, you know, we've talked about it for years. Like, if I'm going to gamble on somebody, I like to gamble on the big guys. That Absolutely. I'm, that I'm 50-50 out. And I was talking to somebody on Twitter the other day. It's like, if you're not all in on somebody, but this, is, this mostly relies to the first round, then you, should, you shouldn't even draft them. Now, obviously, for a guy like Tyler Lockett, that he's going to go, like, third round of your rookie draft possibly late second uh depends where he gets drafted in the nfl you know you don't have to be all in you're just taking best player available and that's where he might fall and you know what, what shows me with these these third tier receivers what's really going to push these receivers back here into the, like that late third round fourth round like mike was talking about is the talent because i'm just now like finishing up my tape on these raw receivers so i'm just getting these running backs which we're going to start next week it'd be running back rookie running back episode one uh there's just a lot of talent at running back this year, and it's really going to push. I was telling Matt this uh, last week, even, even with the second-tier uh, receivers, with all this running back talent coming in this draft and how many people are going to get opportunity, it's really going to put – your first-round rookie draft after you get past Doriel Green-Beckham, uh, the top four, I guess, the best way to put up, you know, White, Cooper, and Parker, 
it's going to be a lot of running backs taken in your draft. And you got to throw Jameis Winston in there as well. So it's right. going to be, there's going to be a lot of running backs taken. And for, you know, if, if TJ Yeldon, we, we had this debate the other day, like if TJ Yeldon gets drafted by the Cowboys, like how high does TJ Yeldon jump into your board? I mean, he's going, what, top five in your rookie draft for sure? Top five? If TJ Yeldon gets drafted by the Cowboys in the second round, you don't think he's going to go top five rookie? Okay, obviously you don't. You wouldn't take him there, but I guarantee no. he's going to skyrocket. Right. I mean, I like TJ Yeldon. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean. But I'm just not going to put a whole lot of. St- I don't know. I'm a fan. Yeah, and I, I understand. You, he's, a, he's 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 a poor man in a good way. He's a poor man's uh, Adrian Peterson. I don't I don't see that that's, at all. That's who I saw when I when he was a freshman coming out. I was like, man, this guy kind of reminds me of like AP a little bit. Not again, a poor man's AP. The way like his running style reminds me of AP. Not like the talent wise, but his running style kind of reminds me of AP. Okay, just me, man. All right. right I mean, I I like him. I I, I do, but like, I don't there's like the looks a, you're giving me over there. Well, now there's you know maybe like four other guys I like ahead of that. So plus I like Ooh. receivers and. Ooh. Oh, receiver, yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I and I there's a quarterback I like better. The point so. is he's gonna if he goes to Dallas, he's so gonna he's jump. First. Not that you're gonna take him, but somebody's gonna take him. Well, someone will, of course. If he goes there and he's the number one runner, it's I'm gonna, sure some people took Johnny back. Manziel in the first round last year too. Suckers. Suckers. Uh you know, and JJ, you know, he's gonna go hot. Yeah, there's a lot of right. running backs. We'll I like him next, more next week. I know you like him more as well. Right. Uh but obviously there's gonna be some good landing spots in the NFL for these guys to kind of push some of these receivers back. I mean, Jalen Strong after, you know, even Dorio Green Beckham. I mean, Dorio Green Beckham right now to me is my sixth overall player, rookie right now. I love his ceiling, and I'm a big fan of his tape. I'm a big fan of his skill set. And th- there's going to be somebody, now in our Dynasty Nerds League, I feel like I'm convinced I have the sixth pick that that's who I'm going to get. But what happens when these running backs, there's still a chance one of these running backs can get drafted in a good spot. And they're right. going to get pushed ahead, and now all of a sudden I'm going to be able to get Devontae Parker or Kevin White, and I'm going to really be doing jumping jacks. That would be so, that would be the safer what you want picks. I don't jumping know. Jumping up and down, enjoy. Yeah. Trying to get that cardio in, man. Right, man. You, you definitely need the cardio. <laughs> Summertime's bro. coming up, man. Trying to get that beach body ready. You definitely need that cardio. Um, but let's get back to the task on hand, man. Tyler Lockett. Yeah. yeah. So what do you? What Here's are your my thoughts on him, yes. man. I think he's a real solid college wide receiver i've seen him for a few years mm-hmm. they miami had a they had a uh home and home against kansas state so i saw him early and then a little bit later in his career so um i i just think he's one of those guys he's a solid college wide receiver he's a little bit undersized um I don't know. Like in, in the big 12, they don't play much defense. I think that's going to be an issue. I, uh, somebody, I probably for dynasty rookie drafts, I just wouldn't necessarily go out of my way to draft. Yeah. Me neither. Um, you know, if something happens and he ends up having, you know, gets drafted by new Orleans or something, then maybe we, you know, we'll reevaluate, yeah, you know, a, but a, I mean, I don't like that comp just because, uh, they have Brandon, Brandon cooks, cooks. right? I exactly. Understand, I understand what you're saying. I was just throwing that out there, but I, just for me, not somebody I'm, I'm targeting. I thought he was a really nice college player. His stats are through the roof. The last two years, even as a sophomore, he had a really good sophomore season. Um, I just, you know, being 5'10", you know, yeah. if, that, if that and 180 pounds and never playing in a conference with challenging defenders, 
Um, I feel like I don't the ceiling's know. like a wide receiver three. That's like a ceiling. Right. I, I kind of yeah. I see that. For also. something like that, I'd rather I'd, instead of taking a guy like Tyler Lockett, who he's gonna and every site you go on, even our site, like he's gonna be right there in the middle, the higher tier of like the well, he's right in the middle of the the rookie rankings of wide receivers for everybody, and for me. If I think a guy is going to have a high, a high ceiling of a wide receiver three, even if he's there at like in the third round, I'd rather put my money on one of these young running backs and just take one of them and hope they hit out where at least I can get. I'd rather have running back two numbers as like a, a long shot than a wide receiver three ceiling guy. I mean, it's tough. If you're just looking at stats alone, you know, you see 106 receptions, 1,500 mm. yards. Some people might get fooled by that. Let them be fooled. That's Let what you, them you, be fooled. You have to hope those people are the people in your leagues that don't right. listen to the Dynasty Nerds podcast right. and don't do the much research, and they go on college stats. And college stats, I'm telling you, they're not enough. They're they're not even close to being enough. You know, what conference Absolutely you play not. in, Absolutely the not. team surrounding you. I mean, we were talking last week. And, and Matt, if your offense per, you know, projects to the NFL, a lot of these teams don't play in NFL pro-style offenses. So then there's a huge question mark moving forward, you know. And, so. how, many, and how many of those were bubble screens right. and quick slants? You know, how, how much... How much are just feeding you the ball? Right. Now, like we talked about a player like that last week who's 5'10", 192, Justin Hardy, you weren't here. And I like Justin Hardy. I'm actually a fan of his game. But same thing, his stats were extremely padded because he, he was targeted 15 to 20 times a game. Yeah. And Matt made the argument, well, if you're getting targeted that much, it's because you're open. So it's open for a reason, which is a good point as well. But, yeah, I mean, going back to your point, you just can't go off of stats. Like, oh, Tyler Lockett did really good in college. Like, okay. Well, right. guess what? guy we're going to talk about later. Stefan Diggs, his stats weren't as high because he was hurt. And you look at a guy like Rashad Green, who we're going to talk about, who was in a run-first offense, and his stats are low just because of the offense he played in. Exactly. Stats. Right. No, and that's true. I mean, and both of those guys I prefer over Tyler Lockett. So if yeah, you're, me too. So if you're, you know, playing, it's your pick, and those three are available, you know, I mean, I'd, obviously I would definitely take Stefan Diggs. But, right. Okay. Well, so. that's it. Well, let's talk about let's let's talk about a guy that nobody's gonna know more about out there than you. Next guy on my list, Combine Blazer Philip Dorsett, Miami, five ten, one eighty five, ran a four three three forty, um, had thirty six catches, eight hundred seventy one yards, ten touchdowns on the year. And I remember, like a month or so ago, you were talking about when when this hype started to build around Dorsett before the combine. You're like, man, I just don't get it. Like I I watched him forever, and you weren't really big on Dorsett and I went back and I watched the tape and I was I was pleasantly surprised I mean he's explosive he's fast S- super fast super fast gets past the defense really quickly right but what, I, what I liked about what I saw of him too is that you know he had really good ball control he adjusted a ball in midair and what's really nice stat wise looking for him is he averaged more than 25 yards per catch that's since, all that's since 2012 that's it though man he's big play wide receiver he doesn't i mean to me and this is just and i'm not a scout by any means this is just like strictly on the eye test for somebody that worships Miami Hurricanes football like i just i don't think he runs good routes he does not run good routes i don't think he's a good blocker he's not a good blocker at all um does not go over the middle. I, I th- he disappears for a lot, uh, big chunks at a time. Um, I think some of his his stats are extremely padded by big plays. Um, for a team that was hurting 
desperately for a playmaker or a go-to guy um, for Brad Kaya's this past year, their quarterback. Like, I mean, dude, Clive Walford was the go-to. Mm-hmm. Not Philip Dorsett. Tight end, our number right. two tight end, rookie tight end. Right. It's just, I don't know. It just blows my mind when I see, and maybe I'm completely wrong because it's happened plenty of times where guys do not, did not do well at Miami. And you hated Greg Olson at Miami. Right. And he's, well, he, uh, he's, he's good. He's good. He wasn't, he's still not as good as where he was drafted. And it took him a long time to develop. True story. Uh, Sam Shields, for example, cornerback for the, the Packers. He was absolutely the worst wide rec- wide receiver of all time. I've, I'm okay. I'm exaggerating slightly, but he was really <laughs> bad, bad enough for they had to move him to defense. And he wasn't even good then. And I shocked and amazed how good he is now in the NFL blows my mind. So it is possible, but I, I just don't see it. When I see guys like Mel Kuyper, I have him like, is there's third rounder? Yeah, and like the third or fourth wide receiver on his board, it just it's mind blowing here, to me. Here's what I have written down in capital letters: is is he a track star? And that's it. And then I went back, but you know, I watched the the Florida State game tape. I okay. like I liked his tape on that game. I mean, I liked I liked what I saw in it. I mean, he you know we could have had a could have had a touchdown. You he know, did have a touchdown. He, he had one touchdown, but I have here yeah. like, when I, when I watched the tape, like he could have had three touchdowns that game. Okay. Yeah. So after watching the tape, but I liked. Again, I mean, out of anybody, if I'm ever, anytime we ever draft like a Miami player or anything comes out, you're always my go-to. So whatever you say, I'm going to trust. Um, and for me, speed is nice, but I mean, a guy that can just run go routes isn't really going to help your fantasy team. Again, he doesn't block. Um, he has this really small frame and that's, I mean, guys like that, it's kind of like, like, like he's a little, he's like kind of similar to. I don't. Uh, this is probably a bad comparison, but he reminds me of a better version of Travis Benjamin in a way. So a better Travis Benjamin, like kind of like, hey, you know what you want to do? This is what I'm going to do in the in this Miami game. It, 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 run as fast as and far as you can, go and deep. throw go deep, and I'm going to throw it and make sure you over throw throw it so it's not an interception, and just pray to God that he runs and catches. So it. he's like Uncle Rico's best friend. Right, exactly. He's throwing, throw it over the mountains and hope <laughs> that he goes and gets it. I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I hope he's good. Uh-huh. Like, for example, this is this is this is maybe the thing that I just can't grasp because I'm I'm not a scout or any of that stuff. To me, Alan Hearns was such an infinitely better wide receiver than Philip Dorsett at Miami, but yet Alan Hearns goes undrafted and. Philip Dorsett could possibly be a second rounder. Like to me, that just is mind blowing. Yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah. But sometimes I don't, I, I honestly, I don't get it. And someone could probably, someone a lot smarter than me could probably, you know, tell you know, give me an answer, but I watch every, every single snap of every single game. I just don't, I don't really don't see it. And for me, his, he's going to get drafted a hell of a lot higher in rookie drafts. That he should. Then you'll, in my honest opinion, then you'll want to spend. And I agree the, with that. I agree with that pick. wholeheartedly because he will go higher because he's going to draft. Sometimes people let away, like some people will let the NFL draft determine their, like you can't do your dynasty rankings by like the order of the NFL draft. You just can't go like, okay, this guy went first, this guy went second. 
you know, and go down the order of offensive weapons and do that way. Otherwise, you're drafting Paul Richardson really, really high. And again, right. like last year we told you don't draft Paul Tumbleweed Richardson. It just wasn't really a good fantasy prospect. And, right. You know, Philip Dorsett maybe will be able to help a dynasty. I mean, uh, a NFL football team, but he's not really going to help your dynasty team. He's not going to be really somebody you could put in your fantasy for your fantasy team. He's going to be a player that does get out there too, and he will be really inconsistent. And yeah, he might have two catches for 80 yards and a touchdown, but it's going to be really inconsistent. And if you're relying on him to win fantasy games, you're going to lose more than you're going to win. So again, I mean, both of us could be wrong, but I'm with right. you and I hope, too. And I, I hope I'm wrong. You know what I mean? But it's just, man, based off of, off the eye test, you know, I don't, I don't need to go back and look. You know, I, I just, I just, I feel like I know, I, I and I feel like he's going to get rookie grade for, for rookie drafts. So rookie draft, like a third round grade, right? Like right there, like a high, th- yeah. you know, because once you get to that point, you, again, like okay, just for an ex- for for an example, for a third round guy. Just because I'll I'll never forget I drafted T. Y. Hilton in the third round. Yeah. T. Y. Hilton is way better than Philip Dorsett. Okay. I'm not saying that he isn't worth the third round grade. I'm just saying, like, cause that's pro- based off the fact that he's probably gonna go in the second first, round. second, maybe third round in the NFL draft. It, it and you know, people are gonna see it high on Mel Kuyper yeah. court. He's gonna be a third rounder in rookie drafts. Oh, John Elway likes Philip Dorsett, why don't right. I like Philip Dorsett? Uh, I, you know, and and hey, I, I, I never, you know, want Miami guys to do bad. And I hope he's. I'm just here giving you my honest to God opinion. I just, we I hope it. he's great. We I really it, do. We get it. All right, you're preaching to this choir over here. Yeah, I just feel bad disparaging guys from the Hurricanes. I so I gotta. I don't. Well, know. I know you don't, but speedy guy out there. Right. So yeah, Philip Dorsett. See, and I say third round grade, which yet because on our site yet we don't even have like. We have each player ranked individually. We don't have our overall big board yet, which will come after the NFL draft. So it's kind of like, I wonder where he's going to fall, like, overall for me. Because right now I have him at, like, 13, something like that, like, broad receiver. So there's going to be, you know, a couple tight ends that move ahead of him, two quarterbacks that move ahead of him, lots of running backs moving him. So, yeah, he's going to be around, like, in the 30s. So, yeah. Right, I mean, 12, 13 wide receiver, that's about right. Yeah. Uh, For right now. Yeah, so, like, if you put everybody else, if you equate like another ten running backs in there, a couple of tight ends and quarterbacks, they put you around thirty something, and that's like yeah, mid to late third round pick. That's funny though. Like it just you know, I just brought up our rankings just real quick. You know, I still have them the highest out of all, out of all. You know, between Matt, Tommy, me, you, and Benton. I still have Philip Dorsett higher than like all of us. Y- yeah, all you guys. <laughs> Coming from the guy that says doesn't draft, I've watched this guy's every snap. Right. I guess everybody else must be terrible. Yeah. Oh. Well, let's talk about another guy here then. All uh, right. Moving on to a guy I do like. Now this is a guy I like more after watching uh, tape here, and that's Rashad Green out of Florida State, five eleven, one eighty two, slim build, ran a four five three. He's the second all time reception leader in the ACC with 270 right. and he's the all-time yards leader with 3,830 what's crazy about that the next guy we're talking about is the all-time receptions leader in ACC but before we get to him Rashad Green um really solid smooth route runner man I mean he could use some work uh on his routes but most of these rookies can and he has really good speed he has really great hands he played inside and outside at Florida State um Good awareness on the field, 
and he's not afraid to go over the middle. I saw. I mean, this guy. He's a baller, had, man. Yeah, he's that tough mentality. He had a really productive career. Uh, he, really productive career. This dude, solid as can be, man. And he stepped up in the big games. Like when they were like, in the big games, he right. really stepped up his game, man. That's what uh, I saw. Well, like when, when him and when it was him and Calvin Benjamin, man. Yeah, just they were so good together, you know. And he he's a steady, right? Steady man. He was the leading receiver, I think, on three, three of the four years at Florida State. Probably yeah, it makes sense if he's the all-time right. ACC leader, right. second all-time in uh, you know receptions. Uh, Anytime I now again, he's going to probably be. Uh, you know, I, I don't know where he's projected to go in the NFL draft. What do you think? Like third round guy, maybe fourth round? I don't know. I'd say third round. Okay. I, see, I see him going ahead of Lockett. I see him going impossible. I can see teams. I can see teams taking him over because of his size too. I can see him go over like a Justin Hardy. You know. Um, okay. I can see teams liking what I. I like what I saw on him. Right. And I see him like when I when I when I go back. What I like to do now is like I don't like to change my rankings too much before the NFL draft because. Right. But I do like to do it after after tape I see, and he's somebody that I want to move up in my rankings. Rashad Green, it's, I just like what I saw. I I like him a lot. I, I that's somebody like in in the middle rounds that I would be looking at. Um, I, I know there's a lot of dur- durability questions just due to his size and stuff like that, and his small hands. Poor. Blocker. I just know any time I've ever watched Florida State, he's making plays. He's just a solid player. He's a hard worker. His stats are through the roof. I don't know. He's somebody I'm looking to get, man. Yeah, I like and, him. And Florida State's offense, I mean, it's... Pro-ready. Right. Yeah. Um, if I think of, like, a negative about Rashad Green, one of the things I saw in there is, like, the one thing I that kind of annoyed me was, like, he would let, like, he would let cornerbacks get in front of him a little too much. I didn't like that. Like, like he wasn't, like... He wasn't where, where I say he's tough, and he, like you say, he's a football player. He's not afraid to go over the middle. He, I saw like at the same time, like he wasn't physical at the same time. Like he was a little, so at some points, timid. Where to the point where where he'd break on a route, and he would allow instead of like being, you know, sometimes on, when you play offense, you gotta get a little defensive. He would let cornerbacks jump him and get ahead of him and come through him instead of like getting in their way. Yeah, I meant to con. Okay. I, I got to have the pros and cons. Yeah, I hear you. So, but uh, I, I like what I saw there, man. I mean, this guy. Right. He's just, he's just so, he's just so productive over his college career from like day one, you know? So. Pedigree. Right. And I like that, man. I really do. I mean, we talked about it all the time. So, um, I, I Second round rookie draft pick rate. Um, man, there seems to be a lot of guys. I don't know. He might be a third round guy. Yeah, so like a third round guy that's, yeah. I mean, remember last year we were talking about like Martavis Bryant as like a third round guy, right? We said, hey, maybe very late second, but he should certainly go high third round, no later for sure. Right. And we're talking like first, second pick in the third round, and he turned out pretty good. Right. Different and, different players. Yes. Um. But no, I see. I see your point. But Martavis Bryant was a a boomer bust, high, really high ceiling guy, which is playing out, you know, well. but obviously he could easily, he was very raw. Uh-huh. Um, where I, I just think that somebody like Rashad green, you could just say is, I mean, obviously like we we're saying two minutes ago, very, his whole career has been productive. He's just been like an anchor for that offense where 
um, like comparing him to like Calvin Benjamin. Calvin Benjamin was kind of a boomer bust yeah. prospect, where Rashad Green was the constant on that uh, on that team. Um, you know, will it translate to the NFL? I don't know. I'd be willing to take a shot on him. He's uh, somebody you're willing to gamble on. Right. I, I just think, you know, I, I think he would be one of those guys, if it doesn't work out, I don't know. It's not like, not because of lack of yeah. effort. Dude's going to really bust his ass, I well, think. Well, if you, if you have a guy that you have ranked to go high in the third round, even very late second, and they bust out, there's no, it's not like, oh, man, what happened there? Right. But but again, now, now take this all with a grain of salt, because, like, don't overdraft. Rashad Green. Right. But when you're, you know, when you're, when your pick's coming up in that third round and, you know, you're looking at your rankings and it's between like, you know, him or Tyler Lockett, for example, you take oh, Rashad, Rashad Green. Green. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's making they, the smart pick. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, uh, that's what I'm saying though. At the same time, like 211, 212, like, which are late seconds. It depends if you need a receiver. He's got, I could see his ceiling like being a solid wide receiver too for a team. Yeah. Just because of production wise in a PPR league, I could see him doing it. Uh, Again, I just like I really like this tape. I'm really intrigued to see where he goes in the NFL draft. I think somebody's getting a hell of a football player. Right, and that's a, that's yeah, he's a hell of a football player. That's yeah. a good a good statement. Yeah, he's, he's that's what he is. Right. And uh, yeah, we'll see. I want, I want, I'm gonna see. I, he's somebody I'm gonna move with my rookie board. Um, ahead of already like the, everybody we've talked about right now so far, that's who I have up there. I have him on pace. Like I said, I liked last week. I liked Justin Hardy, but at the same time, like. You know, Devin Finch, Devin Funches is going to be like <laughs> <laughs> Devin Funches. Yeah, he's, All right. he's no fun. We, yeah. Devon Funches. You missed it last. Me and Fro description it in part. Oh okay. no, we want to. That's what we want to get to. We want it. We we were, if you you probably listen to podcasts like we, but we were like, oh, we should call Mike right now and see what he says about Devin Funches because me and Fro ripped him. We do want uh, the podcast listeners to hear your take on Devin Funches. I probably don't hate him as much as you do, man. I don't know. You guys are just. If I feel like you're just. You're crushing him, dude. He I, I, tons I, of drop balls, right? And he's super tight can be in the lazy, hips. right? And he could be lazy at times. Um, I it's just you know, um, it's too bad he didn't. He's a tweener, man, and that just sucks. That's what, that's what sucks. Like he's not quick enough and elusive enough to play outside, and he's too skinny and not good enough to play in line tight end. So it's kind of like. What All right. Do do? Like, for I, example, I, I like know, I want to know, I want to know what you think of Devin Finch. Devin, I can't even say his name. Devon Funches. Yeah, Mr. Funches. <laughs> uh, no, I, uh, I don't know. I just based off of just talking to you guys off air, and especially Max, I see him at the gym all the time. You know, he, uh, he's a hater. I, you know, and I read tons of negative stuff online about him. I don't. know. I got a little soft spot in my heart for him. Um, in, in Michigan players sometimes, but um, I, it's just too bad. He's a tweener, man. You know, and I wouldn't go out of my way to draft him. And I think like where I, I feel like I have him ranked appropriately, like around, you know, anywhere from 11 to 15 or so out of the receivers, We're out of the receivers. I, I can I can respect that because he does have a ceiling, but right. I mean, he's, he's somebody. Not... He's somebody I'm gonna make sure I rank that. There's no way I like I told I told Matt like he's somebody I'd consider in the third round of my of my rookie draft, like high third round. Okay, and, and going back to Rashad Green, it's like man, I'd feel more comfortable taking 
Rashad Green the Devin Funches, and I know Funches has a higher ceiling. Well, yeah, because it would be one of those things, you know, those players like you rank a little bit higher because there is a ceiling. Like Funches does have a ceiling, but you're like, all right, I'm going to pass. Like, you know, you play that game. I'm going to pass yeah. on him. I'm going to let someone else worry about this guy, and I'm going to address something else. With my, my thought process, hey, next round, I'm going to try to really go after Rashad Green. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I'm going to skip on Funches here. I'll let someone else worry about him. I'm going to take the running back here yeah. that I have that I like I'm a little bit David better. Johnson, who I, I'm a believer. In. Right. And with my thought process of taking Rashad Green in the next round or, you know, whatever the case may be. Because he's a safer gamble as it is anyways. The ceiling and the ceiling's not maybe as high, but the odds of him hitting his ceiling are drastically higher than Funches hitting his ceiling. I mean, again, I just think... I think the odds of Funchess being good are really slim. I just really okay. do. And definitely fantasy-wise. Now, if he gets moved to tight end and he gets drafted by the Saints to play tight end, that's a whole different ball game. But, again, I mean, we talked about this last week. I just want to get your opinion on it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a huge hater. I'm a hater. I, no, I, 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 there's potential there, I man. Asked Matt there, you know, I, just, I just think, like, you know, based off of, uh, you know, what, what, I've, what I've seen and, you know, what I've – read a little bit it just it seems as though he's a little bit lazy at times takes a lot of plays off not like a killer blocker um, and, he, and he's just and he's he's stuck in between being a tight end and a wide receiver and when he was a tight end he was one of the best in the country man he i mean a lot of balls too so man, there you go hey so so yeah i mean that's somebody that who will probably I mean, but he's go... been on the radar for a long time i mean like it, it, at the time Going into last year, I, I remember doing, you know, this was in May or something like that, or no, June probably, did just like that right up mock, you know, 2015 mock draft just yeah. for the heck of it. After, after Diggs I was in the first round, that I had Stefan Diggs and I had Devin Funches as the, the last pick of the first round because at that time he was coming off, oh, he was a tight end. And at the time he was the number one tight end in the country. Yeah. And you know how tight ends are, you know, like gold. You we know should, what I mean? We should repost that this week. Uh, just to see what it says. Like, there's back. some misses on there. Yeah, but there's, there's a, a lot of hits. Yeah, just to see. The just order's a, messed up. Just but, to see it. Yeah. Doral Green Beckham's on there. He should be. He should be. And well, I mean, I, if you want to find that, you can archive. Uh, you can go on Dynasty Nerds. Uh, in my writing days. Back when Mike used to write articles. Yeah. He's now strictly a podcast man. Yeah, and a ranker. And a ranker. And a ranker. You're a ranker. Your mama's so... Uh, so, but if, yeah, busy, if, you, if you want to Google one of his uh, articles back there, that, that was a, that was a good read back then. Cause you were, you were on it back then. Cause you had Stefan Diggs on there. Right. I mean, not granted that's wrong, but I still yeah. like Stefan Diggs. <laughs> me too. Um, all right, let me hit you with a little commercial real quick. Oh, okay. Let me tell you about reality sports online. Uh, have you ever wished you could be an NFL general manager? All well, the time. Now you can, thanks to Reality Sports Online. It's a powerful fantasy sports platform where owners get to build and manage their fantasy team like an NFL general manager. Reality Sports Online was designed by former NFL front office personnel and features a revolutionary free agency auction room, which mimics NFL free agency, enabling fantasy owners to compete against each other to negotiate with and sign NFL's top talent to single or multi-year contracts. The platform can host up to 32 teams and has tons of other cool features in addition to free agency, like a rookie draft, multi-team trades, franchise tags, IR, automated contract and salary cap functionality, and much, much more. Tell 
Test your general manager skills by visiting realitysportsonline.com and participating in a mock free agency auction today. If you like what you see, use the promo code code curd. <laughs> use the promo code nerds10 to receive a 10% discount on your team or league today. Fantasy fantasy just got real with Reality Sports Online. Sounds and, cool. And what we're doing is is them being our new sponsor here on the podcast. They're let, we're going to lead together on realitysports.com, uh, realitysportsonline.com, and you're going to have an opportunity to compete against myself. So look out. You're probably going you know, to might as well just throw in the towel right yeah. now. Uh, and the rest of the Dynasty Nerd staff. So me, me Mike, yeah. Matt, Boo, yeah, he's easy. Uh, Dan Pillar, uh, Benton, and Tim Torch at Dynasty Tommy? Tim. And at Dynasty Tommy. So seven of us, you're gonna be able to compete against Tommy. Seven you gotta of us. watch out for. He's always sneaky. Yeah. What is he? He he's like, he's he's super smart, man. He yeah. He's literally a. Uh, he lives in. He like lives in a dungeon and just watches football tape. He is a walking encyclopedia. He's like one of those guys. Like he's like Rain Man. Like he knows like years. Right. Numbers. Yeah. He is like not not just like last year, like. Oh, 1982. Yeah, 1982, right. Yeah. Oh, do you know John Elway did this in 1982 through this many yards against this game, and this guy got fumbled the ball and stuff? What did John Elway eat for breakfast on May 2nd, 1982? Well, he had a bowl of Captain Crunch with a side of oatmeal. With almond milk. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's, I mean, he, he collects, like, he buys, like, old DVDs of games. Yeah, he's got a cool site. I was going to buy, like, some old Browns games, like yeah, the 86 he has them all. Jets games. He has, like, yeah. hundreds of DVDs of these yeah. games. He watches them, too. Like, he knows... Yeah. He, he, and he's also, I mean, out of all the, all the people I know that play fantasy football, uh, I mean, I consider myself a pretty good, I mean, I wouldn't do this if I wasn't good at fantasy football, but he's really one of those guys that's always excelled and has made a good profit. Some guys have all the luck. Yeah. So at Dynasty Tommy, if you got a football question, he's, he's your man. Yeah. Um, but you have a chance to compete against all of us for, are you ready for it? Yeah. First place pays out $300. Nice, man. So we are going to be giving away first place gets $300 and one second place gets $100 courtesy courtesy of Reality Sports Online. Cool. So to get to get those spots, we have five spots to give out. And all you have to do is go to dynastynerds.com, go on the forum. There will be a topic on there that says basically it's going to get the rules of the draft. As long as you're going to be able to draft, it's going to be an online draft. Uh, we will pick a random user. Just follow the instructions on DynastyNerds.com on the forum uh, to enter. So we'll be giving four spots away on the forum, and we'll be giving one spot away via Twitter, and those will be coming away. Uh, we'll be giving that away next week. So for your chance to join the league, win $300, and compete against us, the Dynasty Nerd staff, in this new Dynasty League on Reality Sports Online, Get to DynastyNerds.com and get on the forum and enter, and we'll be announced the winners here. Uh, probably might might pick one. Uh, might pick one a week. We'll see how it goes. One a week's cool. Build some drama. Build some drama. For right. Mama. Keep you. Yeah. Keep you listening. Right. Yeah. So long as you're on there, and again, next week we'll announce a Twitter way to enter enters too. Though, get on there, and once you enter, uh, we'll pick a winner here for the next couple of weeks. So we're gonna do the draft right after the NFL draft. So get on DynastyNerds.com for your chance to enter. Cool. Three hundred bucks, man. I could use that. Yeah, for sure. Buy myself something nice. All right. I don't know what I would do. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. I just got a new uh new Ohio State Ezekiel Elliott national championship jersey. Oh, sweet. Gotta pay for that. Awesome. Oh, it's so good. 
You know what I was thinking about doing? I don't know. You, you like basketball, right? Obviously, you have Cavs season tickets, season right? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a ticket holder. Yeah. I was thinking about getting my... I, I just bought a Dominique Wilkins jersey. You just love a, uh, My favorite as a kid growing up. So I was thinking about getting that jersey framed for my basement. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like my... Uh, my Cleveland, don't say the name. Don't yeah, no, me. I won't embarrass you. But, <laughs> but like, just like that. Here, so here's a backstory on this real quick as we get out this. I'm a huge memorabilia collector. My basement's a man cave of sports memorabilia. Um, as we all know, I'm a Browns fan. And I have, uh, I have memorabilia of all different players, but mostly Cleveland memorabilia. Right. Which I know some of you might be like, oh, what do you have, what do you have down there? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, my Joe Montana, Barry Sanders, all that jazz. Well, I forever had, I, I, four years ago, five years ago, I bought this, you know, those framed jerseys. The frames are really expensive. Yeah. And I saw this. Oh, who cares? We'll say it. it's Charlie Fry. Ooh. But it's, I didn't buy. But here's this, here's his backstory. Like the, it was discounted because it was Charlie Fry, so they discounted down to a good price. So I bought it. Like, hey man, I just want the frame. You know, yeah. I don't care about Charlie Fry. Yeah. You know. And, and six years later, it's still in the frame. And still in the frame because I still have nobody to buy to buy the jersey. Right. And my wife bought me. Because I was happy about the Johnny Manziel pick. She bought me an autographed Johnny Manziel jersey wow. for Christmas. I feel bad. I made her send it back. You have to. I have to. Because she knows I'm like dying to get a frame. Like, I can't get Joe. Th- I don't want to put Joe Thomas. I love the guy in a right. frame down here. Right. And I have enough Joe Hayden memorabilia. Oh, do you Joe- remember that Joe Thomas pancake? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, love that's that frame. Not, yeah, that's not cool. So, like, a Sammy Watkins jersey would have been sweet in there. Right, but the Browns in track. So the frame still sits in here where we record a podcast in the studio here, and it yeah. just sits there on the ground. One day, Devontae Parker, maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. That oh, that would be the ideal situation. Yeah, so I was thinking about going to get that frame, man, you that'd know? Be, that'd be nice in your now, basement. Yeah, like, obviously, Cavs are my favorite team, but just as a kid growing up, and any of our older listeners might remember, on, back in the day, it would be like your local NBA team, which we had every Cavs game on, and then TBS only played Hawks games. There wasn't this, like, national game sh- you know, stuff going on, mm-hmm. you know? So it was like, I, you know, I just like Dominique was sweet, man. So I was, I was real pumped. I just got that Jersey. So I want to get that framed. So yeah, I hope you do. Yeah. It be looks cool. like, jerseys do look sweet on the wall frame. They oh, absolutely. And so. it's that cool old Hawks uniform. They were yeah, nice yeah, those, those, cool. those old Dominique jerseys were pretty sweet. Yeah. Those are good unis. Hey, let's just change this whole podcast to NBA talk. Right. As the Cavs win the championship. This year. <sighs> Fingers crossed, baby. Yeah, first time in 50 years. I need to so badly. Let's talk about somebody else here now. Let's right. rookie receiver. Get back to the topic here. Right. As we Jameson Crowder, out. right? Jameson Crowder. Nice. Who is the all-time ACEC receptions leader? I love all these. Man, we're talking a lot of ACC guys today. Yeah. Here's another sport. My Small wheelhouse, guys. man. My Played wheelhouse. Duke. Right. 5'8", 185, ran a 4'5", 6. Hit 85 catches last year, 1,044 yards, 6 touchdowns. Um, Like I said, he had 283 all-time receptions. So he's the ACC leader. He played outside he played the slot and guy has really good acceleration he's a good route runner and he can get on top of defenses so i mean that's that's what's good about his game you know really good acceleration as well like i said that but his problem is he's like a really small target he has small hands below average arm length um and when i saw when i watched his film he goes down really easily yeah because he's small yeah, I mean, it really. But I mean, you want to talk about a guy that's reliable here? Like, uh, how will he translate to the NFL? I don't know. I, I'd probably say probably not just just because of the size. You I, know, I have a feeling he's gonna have really. Tr- I think I my biggest thing on him. I liked. I mean, I think he's got talent. 
I just think he's going to have trouble against NFL cornerbacks. Right, and that's very well probably the case. I just really like this guy. It kind of he kind of reminds me, and not not the same player, but the same like mentality of if you remember uh, Connor Vernon from Duke, a wide receiver. He was a, he was our sneaky play, right? And um, now Connor Vernon, Connor Verner, he is actually he's all time leader in receptions. He's actually tied for first place with Connor Verner. Oh, okay, sweet. Two Duke guys, and um, and then also from Wake Forest a couple years back. Now he's on Baltimore. Michael Campanero, who, wide receiver, who you liked a lot. Last I like year. him. You know what? Both all three of those guys. It's just like you're on these like you know they're not football schools really, and. Like for three years, when you watch these games, these dudes are just great. Yeah, they're good. They're scrappy players. Now, will it translate? Are they fantasy stars? Are they? Can you put probably a do, can not? You put a do at the end of that scrappy. I yeah, I wish you could because scrappy do is pretty sweet, <laughs> man. Um, I I just like him. You know, I kind of have a like. I just know when for three years, Jameson Crowder is. A hell of a player, man. He was really fun to watch. Got a lot of respect for the guy. I don't know if it'll pan out to the NFL, but somebody like, because he's probably going to be, just because of his size, he's going to be a, a later round NFL pick. Probably yeah. now the way they do the days, it's kind of, I think it's like three days. so confusing now, but like he'll probably be a post fourth round guy in the NFL draft, you know, I would assume. So that, that's where I fourth see. I mean, to I seventh. Pro- Four to seven in that range. I'd say, yeah. I mean, I I see him as like a six round. Okay. Pick. I All really, right. I mean, so very okay. So, but again, just like Campanero sucks. and Vernon, just like both those guys. Well, Vernon's a pretty much a nobody now. Is a nobody. I don't think he's on NFL roster. No, he was the like Browns signed him the Browns even, but they could let him go, which is bad news. Right. Absolutely. Miss you, Charles Johnson. But one of those guys, fifth and sixth rounds, like, hey, you know, I'll I'll take a shot on. I'll take a shot on him. Okay. Odds are. Fifth, sixth round, how many guys are going to make it? Maybe one. You know what I mean? There's a viable candidate. Can he be the one? Can he be the Can one? Can he the one that be the one that penetrates the egg? All right. I don't. Yeah. Um. I one out of a million. I will. I would just do just because I have a soft spot for him, man. So, I think. I think he's. So he's a heck of a player. There's a chance. There's a chance. There's a chance. Okay. Odds are no. And I honestly, if I if I didn't watch. Um, more, so much. yeah, more, more ACC. Like if that wasn't my conference, I would probably wouldn't know much about them and I'd probably skip right over them. But uh, I, you know, I don't know. I got a re- lot of respect for that guy. I think yeah, he's I, mean, player. I saw like from when I watched you, like a lot of his production, he had a lot of bubble, bubble screens. Yeah, that's yeah. And he's it's football, right? That's his, the, you know, name of his game. And, um, you know, he puts up two for three years over a thousand yards receptions. Yeah. I well, know, Grant. I know hey, stats well, we, don't mean. Can we talk about the right. you're reneging on our whole point here? Right? right, but still, he's reliable. He's a reliable player, man. I don't believe you. All right. And Duke's been a really good football yeah, team for three out the years, man. Players out there in the NFL. Duke. All right, all right. Fair, Duke. fair enough. Fair enough. But they've been put out a pretty decent college football program. Do you know who's for my favorite years. Duke player of all time for football? Kyrie Irving. Okay, I thought you were going football. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with. Uh, Oh gosh! What do you got? I have no. I have... Thaddeus Lewis. No. Okay. No. No, I have no love for Thaddeus Lewis at all. Okay. To be honest with you. All right. Um. Yeah. So for me, my my take on Jamison Crowder is, 
I just I don't. He's one of those guys. Like when we get to like draft time, I'm just not gonna like. There's no way out of all the dynasty leagues I'm in, I will own no shares. Okay, and and that's fair enough. But and like, I agree with you with the upside. It's just I see his same thing. How we talk about Tyler Lockett, like the high risk, high reward. Yeah, but I don't thing. think I don't think they're are they in the same bracket? I no, because Lockett's for I'd for sure take Lockett over Crowder. Like not even like blinking on that one. Right. But again, you like them. You saw more of them than me. Um, but everything I after won't watch back the tape. I'm just not a really huge fan. Again, I just, yeah. I, I just, it's not like it's again. It's not that I don't think he was like good in college. I think he's gonna. Have a, I think he's really gonna struggle against NFL cornerbacks. I really do. I think yeah. they're gonna. I think they're gonna pretty much be able to manhandle this guy. I really do. So it's not that he wasn't a good college player. I just you know Tim Tebow was a good college player too. I just don't think it translates. Hmm. I don't know if that's a fair comparison, but I don't know, man. I honestly like, and I'm kind of like thinking about it. I might take Crowder over Lockett. Oh, I, hope I you think do. I would. I, I wish you would, so I can make better my dynasty team over here, right. win a championship on you. I mean, I don't really like Tyler Lockett. Rub it in. I don't really like do him. the Carlton Mitchell dance. Uh, so let's move on. All right, Devonte Davis. Now, Devonte Davis. I know you said earlier that you don't know a lot about Devonte Davis. No, not not. Um, uh, so Devonte Davis. He's he's an intriguing prospect. Played at UNLV. He's 6'3", 220, ran a 4.57. Okay. Really good size, mm-hmm. has real good hands. He adjusts to the ball really well. And there's not a lot of tape on Devontae Davis. Like when I right, that's why tape, I don't know a whole lot yeah, about him. Yeah, there's not man. a lot of tape on here. So he's intriguing to me. Um, but you like the guys that you don't know, like, that are more... The mystery? The mystery. You like the mystery, well, here, not me. I'm thing, not a mystery I like guy. I feel like if I don't... like I, For somebody that does like research and I go online and like research these guys, like right. I can't find a lot out of them. I know most other people don't know anything about them. So right. like, for him to be on my radar then, somebody else, like he'll be on like our like our Dynasty Nerds list. So somebody might just draft him because he's on our list. But yeah, guys do like that. They do kind of intrigue me. Like he's a player because what I saw, the limited action I did see, I liked. Again, okay. I mean... He has really good body control. He's not off. The, he's not fast off the line of scrimmage, and he's really slow into his break. And he has a little bit of tight hips. But to me, I see him as like in the NFL wise, like he could be a really solid possession receiver. So I mean, he's got the size. You know, four or five seven is not blazing, and he's not a blazing runner. But he's somebody that can produce in the NFL. And he is for some that you might get like late third round, like fourth round of your rookie draft. He's somebody that I like, and he's somebody that I'd much rather take a chance on, like a name, like a Jameson Crowder. Uh, so how many good, how many good uh, NFL players has UNLV put out since you were dogging Duke? Right, zero. And so I, I just, I don't know, man. This is not a to me. The I don't know, man. Well, I mean, dude, North Colorado. I mean, there's Northern Colorado. I mean, I mean, there's always how many good players of Delaware put out? Ah, uh, Delaware's put out a. Couple football players, man. Who besides Joe, Joe Flacco? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. dead air, killing our audience. No, nah, killing the audience. There's Delaware. one more. There's Remember one Wayne's more. World? No, nah, never seen. Of course, it. you don't watch movies. Of course, you've yeah, never seen it. Never seen it. No, I just like I. Uh, I I don't know, man. Uh, this is like this is somebody I would definitely stay away from. I know some of the national guys that I follow on Twitter. Uh huh. They're into them. Oh, because I see, yeah, I, I I've seen his name a few times come through. He's got like, like six round grade right now, right? I I don't know. I would take Jameson Crowder. I'm telling you, I like size. You know what I mean? So so if I'm a game okay. on somebody, I'm a game on somebody with the size. And again, six three, right. two twenty, 
457. He's a name to watch an NFL draft and see where he goes. I mean, obviously, you know, opportunities, everything too. I mean, I'm pleading ignorance. I'm definitely am, man. I haven't like I haven't seen too much on him. One, so two, three, four, fifth. I plead the fifth. Yeah, I'll plead ignorance on this one. Yeah, I mean, but. again, there's not a lot of tape on here, but I'm going to tell you what, man. I think he, from what I saw, I think he has a chance to be a solid possession receiver in the NFL. Hey, you catch balls in the NFL, you're scoring fantasy points. Okay. That's where I'm at on uh, Devontae Davis. Okay. That's all I got to say about that. All right. So Devontae Davis, check him out. He's worth checking out. Next guy, uh, another intrig- here's an intriguing guy, Tony Lippett from Michigan State, 6'2", 192. Uh, ran a four six one, had forty two catches, eight hundred and eighty nine yards, and nine touchdowns. Played wide receiver and cornerback for Michigan State. Slender build, but he does catch with his hands, and he has good hands. Average speed. Um, needs to work on his route efficiency, but he does he he's, he does things well. I mean, he's, he he's an intriguing prospect. Like he he's six two, but he take like when I saw him run. He ran a four six, but it looks like he's running faster than that because he's like these long legs and he's just like gliding across the field. Right, I I like I like him. I I think some coming from Michigan State type of school that I they're they're pedigree. Right, exactly. Playing with Connor Cook, so he's playing with a good quarterback. Play, playing with an NFL quarterback, uh, he's got size. Uh, I think he's just a solid wide receiver, man, and he, I think he's produced. Uh, he, I, I know he produces. Yeah. Right, exactly. He's so, a good he's a good receiver. He's right. he's somebody that's worth a risk on. Now someone I know where you know where you're talking about like stats don't mean a whole lot, blah, blah, blah. But I think in this instance they do because you're playing with a pro style quarterback or you're playing with an an NFL quarterback. Uh you're playing at Michigan State against NFL quality, you know, NFL other NFL players in the Big Ten. Almost twelve hundred yards and 11 touchdowns. So I don't know. I, I like Lippitt. He's somebody that I would um, definitely have on my radar for yeah. a draft. And I have him somewhere around like 15, you know, somewhere in fifth, like number 15 wide receiver or something right. like that. Right around there. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's intriguing. Again, he played both cornerback and, you know, wide receiver. So he, the guy's definitely athletic and he played in the big 10 on a good football team. So he's something, again, he's something that I'm kind of, paying attention to in NFL draft. I kind of want to see where he lands and what he can do at the next level. Again, I mean, he's not a burner, but he plays, he plays well. And I, and I love guys that catch with their hands at the same time. And that's, what, oh, yeah, that's, that's what he does. That's what you're supposed to do, man. Yeah. So, I mean, I can see this guy going right around the fifth round. Yeah. He's going to be, yeah, he's going to be a middle round guy anywhere between probably late third to fifth round. So, so we both like him. Yeah. I like him. All right. Next guy we're going to talk about is a guy okay. I really like. Okay. The more I got into him, I liked him even more. I don't even have a lot. I don't even have a lot of negatives to say about this guy. But Stefan Diggs. The only thing you can say negative about him is, you know, he's. I guess you could say he's injury prone. Yeah, he finished his last two years on the injured reserve. Right, and that injured. that that part sucks. I mean, Broken Stephon leg Diggs and lacerated if, kidney. If you pay attention to like the high school, like you know, recruiting five powder, star recruit. Yeah, exactly. And he, he's got the pedigree coming out of high school. He's been, he, he was an impact player at Maryland right from, basically from the get-go. Um, right from the get-go. I mean, right. his freshman year was, I mean, his freshman year had 1,896 all-purpose yards. Right. He came out the, the gates blazing. I mean, he's a playmaker. You put the ball in the hands, he's just a playmaker. Exactly. And it just somebody that I've always, 
you know, just because uh, of the five-star recruiting, someone you just keep on your radar or whatever. Um, and again, Maryland for, you know, for whatever years played in the ACC. So I did have a chance to watch him more than probably just, a, you know, normal people would. And um, he, he's just really good, man. I, I think like due to the injuries, I think the guy's got first round rookie t- for fantasy wise as as first round talent but due to injuries he's going to slip in the NFL oh, drafts yeah. and so you're going to be able to get somebody with first round talent a heck of a lot later I think he's leave he left college early yeah um That's I what, think all the draft picks are beating him up on there they all say you should have went back for one more year right and, and help I, your draft grade and I and I totally see where they're coming from but he's probably thinking Dude, I've been injured twice, man. Yeah. If I get injured again, this it's it's over. So he's cashing out now, um, and probably will pray that it works and that uh he can cash in on his second you know second contract. But uh, I think he is somebody you should most definitely target. Um, he'll probably be second rounder. I think yeah. it belongs in the second right, round. Right, because after I would, what, after I what would I've seen, yeah, I would draft him in the second round. I would draft round, him in so. the second round too. I mean again he's six foot one ninety five, ran a four four six. Like you said, he's a five star recruit. He's a playmaker with the ball in his hands. He does an excellent job getting out of his breaks, uh to get like immediate separation with that quickness out of his breaks. Um he makes the hard catches. He has excellent body control. Uh but it said I mean his injuries, I mean he broke his leg, the lacerated kidney. Right. Uh, and he's just—he's not like a, you know. We were talking about Rashad Green, you know, being tough. You know, uh, Stephon Diggs is not tough. He no. If he sees the he—he's uh—he is uh was that who is the uh the Browns? Remember the guy just would not take a hit. Dennis Northcutt. Ah, right. Okay. That's yeah. that's uh, that's the nine that popped in my head when I watched him because like he, he when he's running on the sidelines he sees the defensive back coming runs out of bounds. Yeah. Like he. When he sees the hit coming, he gets down. He gets out of bounds. I mean, it's it could be you know, hey, I, I get Gilly, it, man. I get it. Reggie Wayne never took a hit either, man. He knows he knew he knew when to get down. Okay, you know what I mean. He's all famer, so you know what I mean. I could see it both ways, but um, I guess like uh, if you if you, if you guys will remember, Keenan Allen was a first round or should have been a first round pick in the NFL draft. Probably had some injuries, went in the and third slipped. round, and he slipped in rookie drafts and um. So if you can get that type of talent, it's definitely right. And it was, uh, it's, he's definitely worth, it's definitely worth taking a gamble on. Yeah. He's, he's a high ceiling player that you're going to get out of all the guys we've talked about today and are going to continue to talk about. He's my favorite. Me too. Um, if you look at the rankings, like for me, just, I'm going to pull it up real quick. Stefan Diggs. I, I had him. I had him rated. 13th out of wide receivers. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, him and Rashad Green, are, uh, all the guys we're talking about today, like he, those two are my two favorites. Like I really, I really uh, enjoyed what I saw on tape there. Yeah, and Stefan Diggs is, he's something I'm really intrigued about. And I'm real, I'm, his, his landing spot, like, you know, like a lot of these guys, when you get in these tiers, you know, that you have somewhere closer than other, like you'll let their landing spot. And I, again, you should always take talent over opportunity because the talent will always rise to the top. But if you have a Hopefully, guy, yeah. yeah. But if you have a guys that are close, you know what I mean. It, it could be the difference maker with what quarterback they're playing with and what offense they're playing with. And yeah, what absolutely. Opportunity they will get with. And Stephon Diggs is somebody 
I'm going to be watching really close. I'd like to see him in somewhere like Baltimore. Right, yeah, you just hope that he doesn't get drafted somewhere where he's buried behind a ton of people. No, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, Grant, I know talent does rise, but uh, you, know, you, you just hope that he doesn't get buried because I would like to move him up higher, to be honest with you. But I'm not. I'm Right now, I'm just going to be, you know, give my... Things change. Things change, man. Tomorrow's uncertain. Right. There so you I go. Call today the present. <laughs> it's a gift. It's a gift. <laughs> Terrible. Um, I hate stupid quotes. Man, we're up against it here. So let's. Uh, All right, man. Let's get. Uh, let's hit. Uh, man, I want to talk. There's a, now. Let's talk about how about we talk about one more guy. Uh, okay. Is that fair? I mean, in a, right. in a, in a, the next guy we're going to talk about is Chris Conley. But there is other guys on here. Uh, you know, we'll get to. I want to let you guys know that I do like. You know, I do like Josh Harper. Uh, okay. You know, he he played at Fresno State. Uh, there's Ty Montgomery. There's Desmond Lewis. There's Trey McBride with William and Mary, who's got some really good upside. So there's other guys out here. They're not Dante cover Greenberry. Today. Dante Greenberry, uh, another guy. And I mean, there's 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 more names out there that Antoine Goodley from Baylor. Um, there's guys out there that have some talent as well. So we'll talk about those guys at a later date but to wrap up the right I mean, receivers yeah, now pre-draft right let's finish it on a guy that blew up the combine chris conley out of georgia wasn't even on my radar until the combine like he was like somebody i would eventually got to the tape too but he wasn't on my radar um until the combine when he came in he's 6'2 213 ran a 435 for the four, third fastest 40 time but his problem was you know he played at georgia it's a run first offense and the it is killed what a pro it, style offense yeah but it, i mean production just wasn't there i mean his career high was 45 catches 657 yards and eight touchdowns um but he catches the ball with his hands he has a really big catch radius he's big he's physical and he's really good with getting yards after the catch and he blew up the combine man which is not always a good thing but it, it's good to get your name noticed and i mean he had some bad drops he needs to work on it but he did run a lot of different routes at georgia so again, I think I think the big con on him is just production wasn't there. Right, and I think I mean for okay, for me, and I agree with the production wasn't there. You know, during college, and for most times, I most of the time I don't get caught up in uh, combine wonders for the most part. You know, where everyone gives crazy because then I, once everyone starts going crazy about someone, I kind of just like hey, and those and those guys never pan out. Right, they never do. But man, there's just too much, too much hype around Chris Conley, and like, I, I, I think I'm, I'm falling for it. I kind of, I like him. He's got good size, right? Yeah, I mean, I like him too. I mean, from what I saw, it's, it's, it's I liked what I saw. I mean, it's, right. it's He, it's, it, he's intriguing. And I, I will definitely say, like, cause I have him, I have him rated in the top fifteen, in a hundred percent, probably by the third game of college football. The top fifteen wide receivers, I guarantee, knew. I I knew all of them for you know because I just watched enough college yeah. football. I did not. I was not. I was not hip to to Conley Me at all. At no all. idea. Here. So I, I I'm at least man enough to admit that. However, based off of what I read and and have seen from him, it is it's like man. I don't know. I kind of what's not to like. Kind of you know yeah. like maybe he's just peaking at the right time. I like that. I like that take on that. And 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 what I came away with too watching, I'm like, I'm wondering if, because like his route running, he ran a lot of routes, but it could be worked on. 
like I, I'm thinking because like some even though he's really fast, like he didn't he was some of his film like you know some of his breaks and his routes weren't as like it, it, like set to his skill set of his speed. Like I'm wondering if like he gets on a good team, like I think a team might be able to help him be a better football an NFL receiver. Like I think right. he has a chance to be a better NFL receiver. With and, the right and, and that can and that could happen because like I was saying like earlier when we were talking about Philip Dorsett, there's a lot of guys I've seen, especially like in the last, you know, five, six, seven years, like for Miami that have done better in the pros than they do a college and it's just maybe working with better coaches. Yeah, I mean coaching you know? that's a huge I mean system. And and the coaching. guy can jump, man. So, you know, maybe you could be a good red zone red zone target. Yeah, you I know? think so. I mean absolutely so. I mean, he, I, you know, he's, I, he, again, there's not a lot to go on with him. There's, there's not, just that's not. pure speculation there, it's you know, production. being a red zone talent or, you know, or but a target, part. but right. He looks the part. I mean, is it Halloween? I don't know. Boo. I, I'll still take Stefan Diggs. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's not even a question for me. So. But like, I, yeah, I'd rather gamble on Chris Conley than, you know, I don't know. Most of these other guys. Not most of these guys, but like I said, like Jameson Crowder. Who would you rather have, Crowder or Conley? Conley. Okay. Dorsett or Conley? Dorsett. Lockett or Conley? Conley. Yeah, me too. All right, I agree with I agree with you, other. So for the most part, my rankings have stayed pretty much true from the, the from day one. Yeah, from that, the get go. What you said before, like you said, hey, I'm not gonna let. Any of all this pre-draft hype, like I've watched the tape I want to watch. I have my ranking set in my mind. So until the NFL draft comes and I get some more knowledge, I'm just going to let them be for now. Exactly. Because there, there's times you, you read something new. You might catch, uh, you know, you might catch something on the internet where like, oh, maybe I should re reevaluate my rankings. But that's getting a little petty, especially before we're, we're so far away from, you know, the actual process i guess so i'm gonna wait till after the draft before i readdress my rankings yeah and even mine like i move a guy up or down after i watch the tape just to hear it's not really changing much it's like really exactly it's not, it's not it's not wrecking your dynasty draft you know because you're not even gonna remember that by the time the nfl draft comes along exactly because it's still gonna change so the nfl draft's gonna influence me some as well because again those guys are the nfl scouts and their opinion means something as well at, le at least you know last year was the first year we did it so you know this this year learning from what I did last year, I think, Hey, these are my pre-draft rankings. I'm going to have post-draft rankings. One going probably in the preseason, then one at the end of the year, you cool. know, so I, I think that's probably the best instead of too much change. And then you, I, I, you know, start second guessing yourself. Right. Exactly. Wrong guy. Exactly. So that's it. That's the rookie wide receivers pre-draft wrap them up next cool. week. Next week we'll be getting to the running backs. Can't wait to do that. And next week we start the giveaway thing or the entry no, to no, the league? That's, that's this week. So, okay. again, get on DynastyNerds.com on the form. You'll see it right on top of there for your chance to enter. Just read what you got to do. It's free, and you have a chance to beat us and win $300. Then you Straight can brag. cash, homie. And you can brag. I'm like, hey, I beat those jerks over at Dynasty Nerds. What do they know? Right. Until I win it all. Spend that cash. Spend that cash. If I win, if I win, which I plan on doing, I'm going to give away, I'm going to buy a Dynasty Nerd shirt for somebody. That's cool. And I'm going to send it to a random person. If I win, that's what I'm going to do my winnings. One of you out there will get a Dynasty Nerd t-shirt courtesy so of So what are you doing with the rest of the 200 and... Making it rain on myself, baby. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. All right. Um, and if you want a chance to everybody so far that has done it, 
gone onto the site and buy, bought a Dynasty Nerd shirt to support the website and support the podcast since we do everything for free. Um, we really appreciate it. If you want to, get on DynastyNerds.com, go to shop. You can buy your own awesome Dynasty Nerd shirt. Mike's wearing one right now. You look great, man. I know. I wear, great. To, I wear it to the gym on, on Tuesdays because yeah, I know so we podcast. You look, you look good, man. Yeah, um, thanks, man. They're great shirts. Anybody out there can attest to them. Um, they're they're well priced. So get on DynastyNerds.com for that. Enter the enter for a chance to play against us. If you want to talk about anything about it or talk about anything Dynasty or rookies at all or disagree with me on any of these rookies, hit me up on Twitter at Dynasty Rich. I'm at Dynasty Nerd Mike. You follow the site at Dynasty Nerds. And until next week, guys, be safe. Have a good one. Bye. Ready, set, Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.